Hi, my name is Jurian Arney, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and host of the Cultivative Conversation podcast. Join me as I engage listeners in conversation about mental health-related topics and use questions designed to assist with exploring things of gratitude, nostalgia, sharing, and learning, to normalize mental hygiene, and to invoke togetherness and intimacy through conversation. I hope to talk to you soon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to What's Your Miss? Mental, Emotional, and Social Status of Life. And again, we have another special guest. And today, instead of just one special guest, we have two. We have the couple, we have the Harrises, Mr. Albert and Sierra Harris. Go ahead and introduce yourselves, guys. I am Sierra. This is Albert. This is Albert. Al, I go by Albert Harris. And this is my wife, beautiful wife, been married to for 10 years. Yeah. Getting more than going. Wow. Y'all have been married 10 years? Yeah. June 1st. I did not know that. Congratulations. That is amazing. Thank you. 10 years. Wow. Yeah. I was like, hmm, I was thinking seven, eight, but that is great. So I know that it has not always been a wonderful, amazing 10 years. So can you tell the audience a little bit about one or some of the messages that you have gone through throughout those 10 years of marriage? Um, let's see. Yeah, we met at school. I was going to school um, for a medical assistant. He was uh, doing massage therapy. And um, yeah, she, she was harassing me. <laughs> so, yeah, so we met. We was kind of just talking and like I speak or whatever, but nothing major. And one day I was going home. I stopped the <laughs> He flagged me down on the freeway to get my phone number. And we kind of exchanged phone numbers on the freeway and yep. been talking ever since. And so, what? I-10 and Bellway 8, right on the ramp. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, I had kind of just got out of, not just got out of, because I was prayer, had just had a child. Um, I was no longer with her dad and I was just not interested in, you know, being with somebody. And then, so when I did get with him, I was just like, oh, new to the dating game, but didn't think nothing of it. Even when we was dating for a while, still didn't think nothing of it. It was just like, oh, okay, it's working, but yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, how do you feel about being with a, asking a girl with a child, being with a child? Um, this is not my first time with somebody with a child, but being honest, like, I knew I was going to be with Sierra, like, way beforehand. Yeah, he always say, and I, God told him. Yes, because, like, let me tell you, I was, like, I was in my apartment, bored, alone, tired of playing around, playing kid games, and I told God to send me somebody, and it's crazy because the school that we met popped up on the screen, 
And I was like, I always wanted to do massage therapy. So let me see what they're talking about. I went, I seen her, she never seen me. And it was like, I, honestly to God, like I keep telling her, she don't believe, I seen like a glow just shine up her. I'm like, okay, is that, that's who you sent for me? And like I said, me and her started talking, people in her class was telling her to conversate with me because she wouldn't give me the light of day, but I like the challenge. So I kept on and kept on. I didn't want to get embarrassed on her shutting me down on the phone number. So yeah, I did flag her down on the freeway. And you no, know, it didn't, it wasn't a big issue with her having a child to me. So I mean, the mess we had. Uh, just getting her used to being with somebody besides who she was with previously because she wasn't really trying to be with nobody. And just overcoming different things, you know, you go through situations in the past and just letting your guard down and moving forward. Then when I was ready to commit, I was like, okay. So we finally got engaged, got married within what? seven months because I got engaged on Christmas yeah. was married June 1st and so young not necessarily young um, but you know young, young still developing and building ourselves and so just overcoming challenges of being stable um, buying our first home having more kids um him doing different job transitions, overcoming financial challenges, and being able to stick with it. Because let me tell you, it's not easy. And I look at my parents. My parents have been married 30, what, 33 years. I could let me honestly say my relationship is not like their relationship. I try, but <laughs> it's different. Um, you know, I strive to be that way, but we not them. We not them. <laughs> so we have overcome. <laughs> so you let know. me ask you a question right there, really quickly. You said that y'all were young, but not really young. How old were you? How old were y'all when y'all got married? No, I was 28. Yeah, and I was uh, 25. Okay, so y'all were in your 20s, but Okay, like you're saying, you're still young, you're still developing, you're still growing. So I heard him say that one of the things, one of the messages was that you getting used to being with someone again. And then you said it was a challenge to overcome letting your guard down. Like, how did that affect the relationship and the marriage, especially the marriage at the beginning? Uh, it was it was challenging because when she had her guard up, she had her guard up. But yeah, and it wasn't even nothing that he did wrong. He wasn't a bad person. It was just like you know, and I don't want this to come out wrong. When you were in a relationship and you fight so hard to be with somebody, and you feel like you invested time and you was really into somebody. And then it you end up pregnant, but then after you find out you're pregnant, y'all go y'all separate ways and just the hardship of that of somebody you felt like would have been it, but you knew from before you even was pregnant that that wasn't it, but trying to make it work. And then going through a period of finding yourself and then somebody comes in your life in the middle of you finding yourself 
and you know he doing all the right things and by the time we officially started talking to him was what eight months going on nine months and so he's been there since the yeah. very beginning but just adapting to something I wasn't used to but still trying to figure myself out like a restart you know that mm. was challenging even though he didn't never do nothing to me you know harmful but just continuing to learn new things about myself and to every time you get in an argument or have a disagreement or you not may not see eye to eye just learning how to react different think different and all of that because even to this day like you know you have triggers where it could not even have nothing to do with a person and communication and a lot of things which was challenging was i'm not even gonna lie i might have had about three or four different jobs <laughs> It's like different, the financial statement. Once we got married, married yeah. It was, it was good. And then it just, we went bad again, but we always overcome every year. It has been better and better, better and better since we've been married. Yeah. And that so, was hard. Go ahead. Coming from, and you know, he say spoiled, but we was not spoiled, but we grew up good you know <laughs> so not spoiled and like just when we talk about our childhoods our childhoods are like totally different and exactly. we grew up different and you know even after having a child and just having my parents support and having help and even once I you know it was just different and so when we got married, everything was good. And then, like you said, over the 10 years of us being married, um, he didn't switch. He stayed in the chemical plant field, but he didn't switch different jobs. And so, you know, you have to start um, bottom pay changes. And, you know, once you feel like you're somewhere, then you you be a brought a car or we have brought a house, you know, certain stuff change and then life happens. And then is you overcoming and you know still yeah we like we recently, being good to each other during the hard times because we recently took a a hit we took a hit last year we took a hit but but i mean it worked itself out because it, it got me somewhere better because now i am an operator at a plant i'm hmm. you know what i'm saying so i'm yeah. in a good spot yeah so let's let's go back because y'all just unpacked a lot right there. So I'm gonna go back because I want to dig a little deeper. Hey. I want to dig a little deeper into the mental, the mental state, and how did being married? There's two things that I really want to talk about because y'all just mentioned it. I want to talk about the financial because he you said that there was multiple transitions of employment. I love how you said that. And there was also mentally um, let you having to let your guard down and actually being with someone. And then you also said how you say you felt like y'all were raised differently. Y'all had a different upbringings. So how did that affect y'all mentally 
when y'all did get together and over these 10 years? Oh, it still affects us. It, 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 it affects us when we have, when we had different um, outlooks on things. Because he feel like, I mean, which is true. And I, I want to encourage people, you know, when you're going through things, like keep it in-house, you know, but you don't have to struggle by yourself if you don't have to struggle by yourself. And so he's the one we could, you know, of course, everybody pray about it, you know, believe it's going to happen. But I have, or we have now, like a support system. And sometimes, though he's used to it and know my parents, sometimes I have to watch. I don't, sometimes I rather so I don't not run to them. It will overstep. And let, and let us figure it out. Yeah, because, you know, if we get through a situation, and especially having kids, like I know my mom and dad will be there and help, whether it be with a vehicle or like stuff that's then came up. And instead of trying to stick it out or letting him handle it, you know, sometimes I didn't just ran to my dad and he'd be like, well, you didn't even give me the chance. And so, you know, we had to work through that, you know, or something that happened to me before I called him, I called my dad. And I'm just like, you know, that's just, habit you know not to take away from you it's just habit and so we had another thing you know we just had to work on it I try not to make him then you have to come back and I let him know you know it's never intentional I don't want you to feel no type of way so another form of communication so yeah and and with that let me ask you Al how did that affect you emotionally like that particular type of situation where she would go to her dad before coming to you? Um, a lot because like I tell her, like, like we married. I understand it's your dad and whatever, but you married me. So like, I feel like you should come to me first as your husband. And then if like if me and you come to agreement, yeah, we need your dad help, then that's what we do. But if we can't figure it, we, we should try to figure it out ourselves before, you know what I'm saying, we go run into daddy, like I call it. <laughs> but that's like, uh, like you said, she's used to, you, you're yeah. used to doing that. And he's like, hey, wait a minute, I'm your, I'm your husband. Yeah, yeah, she used to that. And see, I was brought up, I about to figure it out on my own. When I became grown and moved out the house, it's like, don't run, I don't run straight to my parents for anything. I'll figure it out or I'll struggle by myself if, if, it, if that's going to do it. I'm not going to ask them for nothing unless I really need it. Now, her on the other hand, and then, it's a snap. And she there. And I tell him, it's not even always me asking. Like, sometimes, you know how you could be going through something and somebody that knows you will be like, hey, see, or Tracy, what's going on? And like, I have a habit of when we going through something, I overthink it. I be trying to plan out our next step and how we're going to maneuver that it just really kind of consumes my mind. And so my mom or my dad, they might, they'll see me and they'll be like, whoa, what's going on or whatever. Or they'll be like, what is it that we need to do without, you know, me even necessarily asking. And so, yeah. Okay. So that actually leads into the next question because 
how did the marriage affect you all socially? Now, socially could be like y'all was talking about family. It could also be with friends. So how do you two coming together over these 10 years? How has your social status changed? Um, socially, but my parents, once my parents got used to them, that was good because it was somebody that they liked. <laughs> so that was good. But as far as, I don't have too many friends, but my close circle, it was different for them because what I was used to talking to, he's not he wasn't that so everybody was just like um is this it <laughs> so that was you know because he, he was the talk of conversation for a minute but it didn't really affect they were just like are you sure you know you know but that took some getting used to but other than that it was fine uh, now? no it's good everybody loves you no how is your social life like like that's what she asked me oh good she don't have a social life. I try. My little social life I have is good. I try. <laughs> when she get invited to event, she quick to find a reason to say no, or she got something to do. If I can watch the kids or somebody watch the kids, I try to tell her to go. Now with my social life. Yeah, what social life you have? The social life I did have <laughs> that has been, I've been trying to gain every year. But it's still not the same. I like, I'm the outgoing, like to go out when people have events. By the side of the family, I really, I'm not as close as I was with them. I, I'm working So is on that it. because of me? It's not because of you. It's because how you feel when you're around him. You don't even. Because he used to go out all the time. You don't feel comfortable. And so now he don't hardly go out at all. And so I tell him all the time, like, when your family do stuff, go. Because really, since we didn't been together now, it's like he didn't did a 360. He don't go out. He don't do stuff. And I'm like, don't have people thinking that's because of me. <laughs> but see, it's only because every time I go to family events, they ask, where you at? Where my kids at? And even if I bring one or two, where the rest of them? They want to see it all. And you don't want to come because you feel you be feeling some type of way. I, I just like being at home. You like being at home, but I'm always with your family. Well, I'm, I'm, your, I, your family's comfortable with me. And I tell him all the time, just because I'm a family-oriented person, well, come you don't mine. have to go. Come around mine. And so... It'd be the same as you. Same as I'd be with her. Okay. Well, that's so, what we're for the next 10 years. Socially, yeah. it sounds like <laughs> From before you got married, you had a different type of social life. And you sound like you're more, Sierra, you sound like you're more of a, hey, I'm good. I don't have to go anywhere. And you're like, hey, let's go. And so as you all mm -hmm. mesh that together, how does oh, that affect y'all's status of living? Because I'm going to take that and flow right into the next thing. Because your status of living, that can be different things. That could be how you all operate and interact with family, your status of living could be how you say y'all had some setbacks. How has marriage and some of the setbacks affected your status of life? In the past, mm -hmm. not where you are now, in the past. 
Yes. Okay, so as far as your status of life, how did being married and over these 10 years, what are some of the situations that have affected your status of life? Corona. <laughs> okay, let's talk about it. No, but um, I just uh, like hip, the job changes. But I, I don't even want to put Corona out there because thank God we, though he switched jobs and we had to get back afloat, we never lost income. You know, so many people lost income. We just had to get back to what we was accustomed to. And that's what I say. So I can't blame it on Corona because, you know, we were still working. You just switched jobs in the middle of Corona. So, yeah. So, but right now, what, how did you think it affected you? Did it affect us? What? And, and let me say this, and I'm not talking about where y'all are right now, because I, I know where you are right now. You about to tell some people out here in the audience listening how to get to where you all are right now. But over these past 10 years, your status of living has changed a couple of times. You said that y'all had mm -hmm. to sit back, y'all had to come back, you had to bounce back. So how did marriage affect your status of life? Because y'all were single. Did it yeah. affect how you lived, how you moved, what you did? Well, how you moved. How, how we moved and then, <laughs> um, then we started having more children. <laughs> so, you wow. know, yeah, that <laughs> um, different play into it. It was more than just one child, but you know, just, Every year, though it be challenges within the year, we was always able to come back on top. And every year we look back, we've always done better than before. And so, though you might go, and I want to tell people, you know, though a month, what, a month or two within a year, maybe even three months might be bad, might look real rough, you can make it through the other nine. And so, <laughs> yeah, just keep he going. Got, wait, wait, he got this look. What you want to say? <laughs> he got this look like, let me get the microphone. <laughs> Basically, yeah, it got it got hard. I got my, I, I honestly, throughout the drugs I didn't have in a different scenario, we have got better. We even had a point we had to, Go somewhere we didn't never seen us going. Oh, you we even was we married when we moved back in with my mom? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We had to move back in with my mom. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had that was a challenge. Because you know <laughs> I was I never thought right? when I got married that I would have had to move back in with my mom and them for a period, but it, it worked out. And we overcame that because uh, some people don't. And so, and yeah, they helped us through it, and we stayed there what almost a year, a year, a year. About a year because we moved in out of there. I COVID. forgot all about that because when COVID turned one, 
when we moved out. Okay, so yeah, we had to move back in. So your status of life has changed multiple times throughout the 10 years of marriage. Mm -hmm. And what you were getting ready to say, because you were saying how y'all overcame and y'all worked through it. So tell everybody, how did you all clean up all those messes and come out of the messes that you went through? Communication, uh, pr prayer. A lot, of, a lot of praying. Let me tell you, and like, even to this day, we still working through it. And like, some days he'll say, babe, let's do counseling. You just have to know what works for you. Counseling ain't gonna work for me because if I if I go talk to somebody, I'ma just talk. I might not listen. I just have to, you know, figure it out myself and I, I acknowledge when I'm wrong. I play a situation back and then I always tell them, just give give me time. Even when we have disagreements, he don't like my silence, but I'm just like, let me give me time. You just let me think. Let me, let me come replay it, think about it, and then we'll come back and talk about it. And see, my thing is with a counselor, well, I always say, oh, sometimes we need counseling on certain situations. It's because I needed somebody else jump in besides her beat me up on the conversation or not saying anything. So she can hear somebody other perspective about it than just mine because if it's, if it's just me saying something, oh, it's going to be, it ain't going to be, be great. And then another thing, which brings me back to my mom, like, I don't know. I feel like she really just know me because, you know, I could just be over there picking up my kids or something and she'll just say something or, you know, just be randomly talking and it'd be like, was you listening to in the conversation that I had at my house a day or two ago? And, you know, she'll just, and so that'll be my sign for me to, and sometimes he don't like that. It, take, it might take a day or two for us to come back to readjust the situation. But it's another person saying something to her. It's, a, that, so, it's the same thing as going through with a counselor, somebody talking to you. Instead, mm -hmm. we both sitting down talking to the same person. So, and so, telling her business. I know it works for me. It's, it's been worked this far. <laughs> That's what I was about to ask, because you said communication is key. I can tell the kids trying to get on camera, it's all good. Tell them, go on, get their wave in. They <laughs> so so but commute okay so you're saying communication and knowing your communication style and yes. he's saying counseling works for some people so he's saying counseling no you said counseling works for some people but you might not listen yes. but as far as cleaning it up you all were able to work through things because you all communicated eventually yes. Like whether, you know, I always pray about a situation and he meditate, pray on it. It just takes me time to come back and address it because I always say he hates that. Like if we disagree, I shut down. But I tell him, you know, I prefer to shut down and let me process it before, you know, then that's when people don't just shut down. Then that's when you start saying stuff you can't take back. And so... Mm. You know, that's, that's just a good point. Dealing with it instead of going all the way to 100, like which I can, like just let me be quiet and just leave me alone. 
let me, you know, think about it and figure it out and we'll come back to it. Silence not my thing. And that's not his thing. And he said, but we ain't gonna go to sleep mad. And so I tell him, okay, I'm not mad, but we will readdress it, you know? And so that's what, over the years, that's what we have learned to come to, because we did agree that we won't go to sleep mad at each other. And so if though we hadn't talked it all the way through, I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to go to sleep mad, but just know that we will readdress this situation. And okay. I'm like, I just talk it over, get it over with, burn it out the way right now so we ain't got to worry about it tomorrow. Tomorrow, new day. So, yeah. Okay. And so with that, y'all have learned to work through it. Now, mm -hmm. the question is, for the audience, what advice would you give any listeners who are married, going through tough situations? You all said, y'all had so much in this episode. Let's say someone's in the audience and they're marrying someone who has a child. What would your advice be to them, Mr. Harris? Oh, first this. Uh, my advice, I got four kids. No, but marrying me with a child. Well, okay, let me intervene because I'm gonna let you talk. But but I'm gonna let you talk. What? So confused. Well, for us, I would say set boundaries, but it wasn't as hard because my child's father was not as present. You have some people's who uh, parents are more present than others. So I would say boundaries have to be set because when he do, well, when he was coming in and out of her life, you know, we had to set boundaries. You know, that was a whole nother issue. But set boundaries and, you know, so y'all know how you will move forward through situations, you know, establish that. But because he had been in her life since a baby, like his position was already solidified and there wasn't nothing major that he had to deal with. Okay, as far as the other parent in the picture. However, as a man marrying a woman that already has a child, how, do, how would you advise someone who may be listening to this as a man? Um... Like, but like she said, pick it when she said he wasn't around, so it wasn't no big jump to me. I knew I have to accept that child because that's a part of her. And I love kids. <laughs> I love them too much. I got too many of them. <laughs> but what would stick to a plan? Stick to it. Pray on it. Yeah, y'all gonna have y'all ups and downs. You're gonna have a lot of ups and downs. You're gonna have a lot of bumping heads. Just don't give up on it. If that's what you, that's who you love. That's who you wanted to marry. That's who you said I do to. You think that's your say your best friend. You're gonna ride or die. You're gonna stick it out. Don't go to bed with the silence. I know she said that's calm her. You ain't necessarily gotta go to a council. Just sit down, go. 
go sit in the car outside in, in the parking lot or sit in the driveway. Just don't bring it around your kids. Don't let your kids. Because mm. that's a big thing because they see that. They ask questions. They start crying. You don't want that. You want to have. You want your home to stay happy and humble. So, my thing to the men would be like, stick with her, ride it out. Don't give up on your blessing because Sierra was my blessing, and she's my been my wife since ten years now, and we got many more to go. Question. So you say, God, you know, I was the one. How did you feel when you found out I had a child? Did that change your mind? No. Well, I know it didn't change your no, mind, but did didn't. you feel some type of way? No, it didn't. Okay. Only, only, only thing was challenging was, was trying to knock her little wall down that she had against, you know, not really want to be in with nobody. That was my only challenge this year. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of fighting it and knocking it down to it. Cause she look she tough. She might be a dad, but she tough. <laughs> and, and then, then I'm gonna ask y'all one last question, and it's about how could you help the audience? You mentioned I know a lot of times in marriages, one of the things that a lot of marriages fall apart because of financial situations. Uh-huh. What is your advice and suggestions? Because you all said you had some. Um, job transitions you had some times where you had to move back move back to the house you had times where you said the house and the, the cars and how not how but what would you suggest to listeners who are married and they're going through those types of messes where finances are tearing their marriage apart that's a tough question my bad <laughs> I just threw that one at him, y'all. It is. Because let me tell you, when, when, when you're stressed about money, that's a different type of stress. And you, you know, you're trying to figure it out. Kids used to certain things. Right? certain things. You know, it's a conversation where you have to reassess some things, even let them know, hey, for the next, next, even when we was getting the house and when, the jobs changed. I always let them know, hey, whether it be for the next month or whether it's for the next two, three months or however I felt was necessary, we're not going to be doing X, Y, Z. So don't, don't don't be expecting this or with the um, shoes or going out to eat or whatever, you know, the, the situation was, I let them know, hey, like right now, th- this is what's not about to happen. Um, and though it was hard for me, you know, bills come in and making sure, you know, you're moving something from this account to this account and be like, when your next payday? <laughs> and so, you know, that was when I would get stressed out and try not to, you know, just be mad. But, you know, just know that tomorrow's a new day. Um, this is gonna eat. That tomorrow's a new day. And as long as I seen him trying, and I knew what our vision was. We sat and wrote a vision. I seen him write his vision and he constantly told me his plan. And me me being able to believe in his plan and to see him steady trying to put forth 
that effort and to continue to make sure we was good, even though our current situation might not have said that we was good, but for him to steady try to be providing and just, he even, you even went and got a part-time drug, you know. Yeah, I even started doing door dance. It was, to to yeah, to, so to help. that seeing him try to make sure that we provided uh, that income stayed above a certain amount, you know, you I couldn't complain. All I could do was just, you know, be thankful. So, yeah. Okay, you want to add to that, Al? I know the kids are uh, hungry. <laughs> uh, she pretty much hit it on, said exactly what probably I would say. But, but as a man, because you know, I, that was a wonderful answer, though, for real. Especially you said when he's putting in the effort and you see he had a vision and you all, you saw him working towards it, you stuck, stuck, stuck with him. Now, as a man, if there's a man in this type in this audience that's mm -hmm. listening, what advice would you give them if they are going through this type of situation from a male point of view? Uh, from a male point of view, there's many a jobs out there that you can do. Is it? I know it always pay. Always be the one you want that they can take care of your household, but you can take little jobs. Yeah. It's plenty of money out here to be made. Okay. I mean, like I said, you have to show you have to show your significant other that you're not just gonna keep staying with that one that's not doing nothing for you. You're gonna keep trying. You gotta show her that you got show, show your effort. Like my wife said, she seen me trying, do different stuff that I wouldn't normally do. I even thought about doing delivering pieces for Pizza Hut. I, I was trying to bring something extra, the you know, just to help. But it wasn't what I wanted to do, but it's something that I had to do for my family. And let me tell you this. Always, can you hear me? Always, mm -hmm. always <laughs> be able to adapt. Because that's what, that was another thing we had to get used to. Just because at one point that you making xyz hmm. be able to adapt and like he say where he did doordash he's always been at a plant and doordash and a plant is two totally different levels so you know that in itself was you know i seen him doing a sacrifice for us and you know putting in what he needed to do to make make it work and make us feel secure and have what we needed, you know. So never be too ashamed or too into your current position or your current status to have to accept to accept something different. Don't let your pride. Yeah, prideful. Yeah. Never be too prideful because we, we've learned that too. And you know what, guys? I think that. Right there, I was about to ask, what last words would you all leave the audience? That right there, don't be too prideful, especially when it comes to those types of situations in your relationship and in your marriage. Are there mm -hmm. any last words besides that? Because that was good. That was good nugget right there. <laughs> that you'd like to leave the audience with? Just 
continue. Yeah, be positive. I've learned that. Be positive, if, especially if it's something you want. I mean, you know, you committed to a marriage and don't speak negative on it, especially if you really want it to work. Don't speak and negative on yeah, it. Yeah, and just continue to put in the work and pray. Continue to pray. Like I could tell you, raised up in church all my life, being on my own is the strongest my prayer life has ever been. <laughs> well, so, she was brought up on it. But and so I didn't I'm just know. right. But I'm just saying, like, even though I was brought in church up all my life, once I became, especially a mother, like, my I could really see prayer in my life change. And, you know, so pray about it. And sometimes I tell my mom, I don't know if God hears me, but she was like, oh, he do. And so I, t- I might not always hear him, but then I see stuff working. So I was like, oh, yeah, he hear me. <laughs> so, you know, just continue to look forward for tomorrow. Tomorrow is always a new day, a fresh start. Exactly. Well, again, I thank you. I thank you both for your time. I thank you for joining us on what's your mess because hopefully someone out there listening or watching this episode hopefully it'll help their marriage and it'll help them overcome whatever messes and situations that they're going through and as we wrap up I'd like to end with a quote that I like to leave with every episode if you want to be sad keep thinking about the past if you want to be anxious and worried Keep thinking about the future. But if you want to be happy, think about the present and be grateful for the things that you have. This is Tracy D. Armstrong with What's Your Mess. Have a good one, everyone. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. Um, if I'm too bright, I'm sorry. It's just I'm trying to use the light that I have. But anyhow, um, let's get started. So today's episode is all about what kind of changes is um, coming for me and what am I doing to change things in my life and why. Um, I, I need to make a lot of changes and I mean a lot of changes because if I don't, I'm just going to keep going on the same path I'm always going on where I just say I'm going to do something and I don't do it. So um, I've decided to take about about it it's like who gives a crap i'm gonna do it and i don't care what anybody has to say so these are the changes i can make i am now making myself a routine and the routine that i'm making is actually um a routine that i started where i'm writing down the routine that i want to do during the day and i did i did a short for it um showing people what i'm supposed to be doing today i'm i made I had to call the doctor's office, which I did because I missed the doctor's appointment with my daughter. Um, I was supposed to um, go to, you know, I was supposed to work out, but I didn't work out today, which um, I could still do some yoga before I go to bed, which I'm going to. Um, I'm supposed to have a shower today. I'm supposed to be making dinner. Dinner's on right now. And um, yeah, like things like that, like uh, important things I have to do, I'm actually doing it. Um, I'm putting it down on a routine and, and everything like that. Um, like I'll, I'll put the TikTok, the, the, the short that I did right here so you can see it I'll, or I'll put it right here. Um, but yeah, like 
that's what I am doing. I'm even um, trying to make a schedule of what kind of workouts to do. I'm going to keep track of it. Like, say I didn't do any workouts, like, say, squats, or I didn't do resistant bands or any of that stuff. So tomorrow I'll do something different. But I actually printed off three weeks' worth of stuff. So I have three weeks to do it and get it under control. The other thing that I'm doing is I'm actually um, making a budget now. So what I'm doing for my budget is I'm using my two incomes that I have coming in for the month, which is, I'm sorry for saying this is fixed income, so if you guys know what I'm talking about, um, if you're in Canada. Um, so I'm using those two incomes, my child tax and my ODSP, and I'm making uh, a budget for it. And that is the budget I have to follow. So I have a budget where I have to pay my rent, I have to pay my car payment, I have to make a payment towards my car insurance and everything like that. So I I have to follow that budget for this month and then next month I'll do another budget. I even did a video on it. So I linked my YouTube channel down below um, on my podcast on this episode. Um, go check out my YouTube channel. You can find everything there. I do have a book channel where I talk about books and reviews and um, what book I'm reading now. I'm reading a romance because it is February. Um, and that, and I have been reading the 101 essays. That's the other thing. I'm going to be reading a lot of, um, self-help books this, this, um, next couple months to help me through my mental health, but at the same time, actually help me, um, motivate myself to do all this and everything like that. So if I can motivate myself and read a book to help me motivate myself to do the workout, to do, get up every morning at six o'clock. Get the kids off of school, get the lunches made, you know, clean the house, um, clean my room, make my bed, things like that. That is the kind of stuff that I want to make changes in my life to make myself feel better and feel like I'm accomplishing something. The other thing I want to do is I actually want to start finding a place to live. That's one of the changes that is going to come in my life this year and I'm going to make sure of it and I'm going to manifest it and I'm going to pray to God. I'm going to keep praying and say, hey, I need my own place because right now I live with my parents okay and that is the thing like just getting my own place is the main thing this year but at the same time the other thing is is that i'm trying to get my sister who is um, a book channel youtuber she's a youtuber herself she does a lot of things on books um a little library i'm trying to get her start a podcast because she loves books she loves to read and she's always has loved to read and i'm hoping maybe we can do a collaboration or something on our podcast is about things but we'll, we'll see what happens right we'll, we'll see we'll see what we can do but that's that's the thing like that comes with time that comes with change the other thing i want to change is um going to bed on time like going to bed at a good time like going to bed at, at eight o'clock at night and then waking up at six o'clock having a good eight hours sleep will help me um function every day just to be able to do things that is the major thing that I want to do is just make a lot of a lot of changes in my life making that would be good for me getting out of the habits that I'm used to getting out of the habits that I know that I shouldn't be in and I know I shouldn't have but those habits are going to uh, disappear in time like me vlogging that was supposed to happen today to put up a video because I fixed my um I fixed my um, banner for my YouTube channel, right? 
and it, it says Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'll be putting videos up on that channel. But I have a fitness channel, and I have to, fit, and I'm going to be working on that on Kavanaugh is where I will be work, be doing the the, the um, fitness thing. I'll be doing the um, banner on my um, YouTube channel for that. So I'll be working on that tonight, and um, I'm hoping. Like, I'm not going to go all out like I used to. Like, I used to think, oh, well, these people have this. This YouTuber has that. This no, no, that's not the way I'm doing it. I'm just going to do it simple and normal and the way I like it. I'm not going to do what I think that people want to see on my channel. No, I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's the one thing that I need to change in my attitude and in my head. It's like, um, don't do what this person's doing. Do what you want to do. Don't follow this person because this person's doing it. It's working for them, but this could work for you or this could work for you. You know what I mean? Like, I have to figure that out, I, and it's going to take time, like I said, I'm going to keep saying it, but making a routine, getting on a routine, um, and getting on a budget, and just managing my money right, and then doing my fitness goals, and my, my habits, and, and writing it all down, and even writing in my journal, I want to do that, I want to be able to do all that stuff, but the reason I want to do this is because of the fact that I have made wrong choices in the last six years of doing YouTube and I thought I was making right choices for my channels and I haven't been. So I do a lot of shorts too, I do a lot of TikToks, I do a lot of that stuff, but I even have an Instagram where I put up self-help stuff from TikTok, the other people's TikToks that they put. And I think that the fact that, and I even do it on Facebook, and the fact that I do that is helping me understand what I need to do and not to listen to other people and not to listen to the people around me, right? But yeah. But that's the thing, right? You gotta make these changes or to function and to be able to get somewhere in life. So if I wanna do something, I'm gonna do it. And if I don't care what that person has to say. Like just recently I put a, a short up about my nails. I got my nails done last week. And somebody made a comment saying, dumb, dumb, ugly video, YouTube video, whatever it is. And that didn't, I just deleted that comment because I was like, going, I don't care what you have to say. I like my nails. They look good on me. I feel comfortable with them. And it takes a lot for me to do something. So that's the other thing I'm going to change. Just come around my comfort place and just doing it. Just do it and not let anybody stop you otherwise. The other thing is, is I did, uh, what is it? I recorded myself, I, I didn't record myself, but I recorded myself, um, like, doing, um, what, what is it called? Um, I, I wrote up my to-do list yesterday, and I actually put it all out, and then I did a short for it, and the guy made a comment, I'll show you. The guy made a comment on this, like, okay, that's how I write. You got a problem with it, don't make a comment on it. I don't have to put A and B at all. I just put the at sign and there you go. To-do list at routine at scheduling. I did that because I couldn't put it right next to each other and I didn't want to waste any paper because paper is expensive. Let me tell you that. I went and bought paper one day and it cost me $47 just for paper for my printer. Ink's even expensive. It's, it's going to take. That's not the point. The point is, is, is a lot of things are going to be changing in my life in the next 12, 11 months of this year and I'm hoping that by December, those changes that I make are good for me and good for my children, but plus 
are good for me because of of my habits that I have. That is the one thing that I want to change is my habits, my bad habits that I have. I have the habit of, um, you know, eating too much junk food, drinking too much um, bubbly, which I do. And I'm trying to take myself off pop, but I'm having difficulties doing that. So sometimes I need a pop, but sometimes it, like when I had COVID over the summer, it tasted more like watery, like it was watered down and everything. But yeah. But the point is this, is that, sorry about that, that's my niece in the background. I live with my family, she's hearing noises. But the sad thing is, is that if you want to change your habits, you can do it. Don't let anybody stop you. I want to start going back to the gym. I want to start working out. And those are the habits that I want to get into. Right now, I'm not into those habits. Right now, I sit on my bed, I watch TV, I go on my phone, I do all of that. I'm even getting a lock thing from my phone here to go into. So when I have to do something like this, or I have to do a video, or a book video, or if I have to read a book, I can put it in a lockbox for let's say an hour or an hour and a half, and be able to do that stuff, okay? Be able to do that stuff and not have to go back on my phone and be able to be distracted by it. And I've seen YouTubers use those boxes to clean their houses, to do what they need to do because they're on their phone constantly. They'll go on TikTok like I do. I'm not saying anything's against it. I go on TikTok and I just swipe up and I keep swiping up and I keep swiping up and I like and I follow and things like that on TikTok. I even do it on YouTube. I watch a lot of shorts and like, follow, subscribe. That's what I do. And I have to get out of that. Like I'm not gonna get, I, I like to follow and subscribe to people, but I have to get to the point to where I do what I need to do to get it done. I've ordered a lot of things off of Etsy that has to do with PD files to all of that to help me with stuff. And like I showed you there, my routine thing and my to-do list and getting on a schedule and everything like that. That is actually something I, I printed off from Etsy. I bought it from Etsy and it actually has, I used it last year for a bit and it was helping me to get things done remind me that I have to do some stuff. The other things too, the budget, all of it. <coughs> um, all of it. I had, you know, I got it from Etsy and I bought it for like maybe three to four bucks. And I even bought an ADHD because I have ADHD. And I, and you, you guys probably know that who's been listening to me. Um, I even bought an ADHD journal and to help me with some stuff like making my bed, you know, brushing my teeth, you know, just to remind me to do some certain things because I get into the habit where I just don't want to do it. And then there's the, um, the one is scheduling. The one is the other one is scheduling. Um, yeah. So yeah, like that's pretty much it. But that's the thing, right? You gotta be able to do it. And the other one is making appointments and everything. I forgot about a doctor's appointment today, guys. And it was for my daughter and me. And my daughter got mad at me because it was at nine thirty in the morning and I forgot to write it down and I don't know if there's any parents listening to this, but I I don't know if you guys do the exact same thing, but you guys forget to write things down and you forget that there's appointments and everything like that. And you feel like crap after. I felt really like crap because she needed to see the doctor, but I rebooked it for the 27th at 2.30. And I feel so bad because she wants to see the doctor because her mental health is off. Um, her anxiety is like this, like going up and down. And that's so like, I'm just, I gotta get her to the doctor. I gotta get myself to the doctor's group. But, 
Um, but yeah, like it's 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 just so much, and it's like on it's like with doing my podcast. I want to do more episodes on my podcast, get it noticed, and everything like that. I want to get out there and just say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna do it, and that's all to it. But like I said, just by talking about it, just by getting into those habits and making those changes in my life is going to be an amazing benefit for me, but it's going to be an amazing benefit for my children and my, my family and everything. And probably I'll see a difference in myself. Like this summer, I want to go do a lot of trails because I have a series on my YouTube channel, my main channel, Discos, and I um, go and do trails. And I... I have one more to do where we were, and um, we're going to do that probably in March or April because I don't know what the weather's going to be like because sometimes we have some types of weathers in Canada that's not good and that is good. Um, we have times where we're, like I live in the country, and we're like um, stuck at home because we are we can't get out or it's too cold or the roads are too bad so it, it's kind of hard for us to judge it in, in March we usually get an ice storm for the last winter and when we get that we have to um, be careful because like that ice storm I drove in, in it before like three years about six years ago I drove in it from London to home when I was living in Stratford and it was awful and I mean awful guys like I had to drive on the side of the road to be able to get home because that's how bad the roads were and it, like I will never do that again my car still parked and that's all to it and I don't drive when that ice storm comes around but I don't know if we're gonna get it this year like we've had some really bad winter weather lately and um we've been having cold fronts and all of that stuff so I don't know what we're doing um if the groundhog saw his I don't follow that but if the groundhog saw his little um, shadow that we're gonna not have an extra six weeks of snow but if you didn't we will but no matter what we always and that's the thing that nobody understands here we always have six weeks of extra snow even though the groundhog has seen his shadow and we always do and that's coming from somebody in Canada I don't know about what other Canadians think but that's what I think like we we go through it, you know? But like I was saying, like, when the summer comes, pulling out the shorts, pulling out the swimsuits, going to the beach, coming out of my comfort place. I have two-piece swimsuits. I have I have it all. And I'm actually going to be doing a swimsuit haul on my one channel, on this channel. And, um, and I'm going to try them on, and we'll come out of my comfort place. And I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to say, you know what, I'm going to do it. I don't care what people think of me. I do, but I don't care what other people think of me because this is my life, not theirs. But I have to figure out what I'm going to do and when I'm going to do it and just do it. If I come back on this week and do another episode of a podcast, I'll come back on and do another episode of this podcast. If you're listening to me, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for giving me this chance. Thank you for downloading it. Thank you for coming and listening to me rant and rave about my struggles of losing weight, of my struggles with my mental health, with with all of it, with talking about my ADHD, all of it. Like, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to tell you how I'm doing and how life is affecting me in everyday life. I'm, I'm trying
trying to lose the weight and struggling with gaining it and losing it and gaining it and losing it. Thank you so much for listening to me. But the truth is this, is that I know I have to get my life on track. I know I have to get my life back to normal. And it's going to take a while because, you know, our lives were all turned upside down in 2020 and we all had to be kept home with our families and everything like that. I understand. I totally do. But as for, you know, the losing of the weight, going back to the gym, I, I was going to the gym there for a bit, but then I stopped. But I want to go back. And I have to get that habit in where I go at, say, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning going to the gym, starting my day at that time, coming home, sending the kids off to school, then going and doing yoga, do a yoga class, do this, do that. I need to get into that habit, and it's going to take a while. And I'm going to keep talking about it on this podcast about my habits and how I'm dealing with them. But dealing with losing weight, I'm, I'm struggling. Like, I, I go up and down from 250. Two, I'm not 251, and I'm sticking at 251. And it's irritating to no end that I'm sticking there. And I know that I have to get to love my body, but I have a problem with that. I can't lo- I don't love my body. I don't like my body. I have body, more, um, body problems. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I look in a pair of jeans. I don't like the way I look in a pair of jogging pants. I don't like the way I look in any of that stuff. I bought a bodysuit. I, I wore it once, and I don't like the fact how it makes me feel. It doesn't sink everything in. And, you know, the sad part is, is that when you listen to these people on these commercials, and they show you these pictures, I'll never believe anything you see. Because it's all um, altered. To make you want to buy it. It's like with the Instagram stuff. I buy things off of Instagram all the time. And it's not what I was looking for. It wasn't the thing I was trying to find. It was something else. Right? And I bought a couple things from Instagram. And a couple things from Facebook. And a couple things. And they're not the products that I see on. That I bought. They're something different. And that is the thing. Like how are you supposed to to believe these ads like just recently i last month i purchased something from not last month but the month before i purchased something from amazon it was two mystery boxes did i get them oh no i did not but then i found out it was a scam and i fell for one of the amazon scams don't ever fall for that um you know the workout equipment i bought workout equipment online and it's not what they say it is in the picture and it's something different. Um, like, just be careful with the ads that you see out there be- on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I haven't bought anything from TikTok. I've watched a lot of videos on TikToks, uh, viral TikToks that have gone viral, and they seem to be legit. They seem to be what the, these people are buying. But I've had it to the point where I bought a drone, and the drone wasn't even the drone that I was supposed to get. It was some cheap made thing. And it was like going, okay, so I was supposed to get a drone. Where's the drone? This isn't the drone. And it wasn't working and it broke the same day I bought it. So yeah, and I never got my money back for that. And I was so disappointed in myself that I wasted 30 bucks on that. And it wasn't even the drone that was in the picture. So you got to be careful because off-market people, people who have off-market things are selling them. And they're not it. It's like with this bodysuit that they're saying on Instagram. It's the bodysuit of the world. And they're using someone else's ad. Don't ever believe that. Like, I can tell you how many things I have bought from those things. 
and they're all fake. And it's like, well, I'm just bodysuit that's supposed to squeeze like that thing, you know, it's supposed to be a body shape type of thing. It's not a body shape type of thing, guys. It's, it's not. I wore it to get my nails done, and it did not take, it didn't shrink my waist. It didn't. And it's kind of weird because um, I even bought bodysuits from Amazon and they were two X's and they did not fit me. They wouldn't go on and that was the most embarrassing thing. That's the other thing. Just trying my best on not to let things like that get to me is one of the things that I'm going to have to do. But I don't let a lot of things get to me. If it gets really bad, it does get to me. But if it doesn't, it doesn't. But anyhow, like... I'm sorry for ranting, I'm sorry for just going on about some stupidest things, that, but from experience of buying stuff from Amazon, from Instagram and Facebook, like I did get something legit. I brought my daughter to stuff animals from, let's say, Facebook, an ad from Facebook, and it was the actual thing, and it came in, and it was two, it was a Luna pet and um, something else little stuffy and it was legit it was what it was said it was going to be but sometimes it's not and i repeat it's not it is something else like i bought this these overalls and it was supposed to be something funky and it came in looking like something else and i bought an orange one and a black one and the black one just fucking i'm sorry to say this guys but the fucking black one stinks so bad that i had to wash it and it smelled so bad. It, it smelled like something from Sheen. Like I bought black jeans from Sheen before, and I've had it to the point where Sheen jeans actually stink. But like I said, getting out of that habit of buying things like that is gonna be hard for me because like I love React. I love this stuff. Even with hair loss, because I have hair loss, um, just trying to get that stuff. Just trying to. So the things I'm gonna change in my life is trying not to buy things that are ads on Instagram. I can't promise you everything. Um, trying to buy the legit stuff and find it online properly. Um, find the actual. If I, you know what? If you can afford it, yeah, get the knockoff from it. Like I'm not saying not to, but get the knockoff from it because it's cheaper, right? Because the real one could be like 168 to 200 bucks. But like things are just expensive it's ridiculous but just trying not to buy a lot of things off the ads um trying to make sure that it is what it is doing doing my research is one of them um when i want to talk about something do a research on it the other thing is don't take people serious just shrug it off and go whatever you know that's part of life you know that people want to be like this that's fine you know um just trying to Sorry guys, my computer keeps going off on me. But just trying to get to the point where um, you're not buying fake things. You're not buying things off of Instagram or Facebook that's not legit. So yeah, that's going to be hard, but I'm going to be able to, I think I'm going to be able to do it. Just sticking to my budget is one of the things that I'm going to do in my life. And changing that, like sticking to a budget, saying, okay, I have this much money, I can't spend this, I have this, okay. Waiting for my bills to come out. That's going to be the biggest life changing that I'm going to have to make. But plus, I'm trying to get off my ass and just make a big life change and how I'm going to do it and just keep talking to you guys about it who listens, who watches, and just enjoy myself doing it. And hopefully, God, that I can, you know, hopefully, to God, that I, sorry for saying his name in vain, but anyways, let's do this.
um, hopefully I can do it and I can do it to the point where if I believe in myself, I know I can do it. I can do whatever I want. Just trying to get to that point is going to be difficult for me, but getting to it will be accomplished in my life. I feel good. I'll keep going on that routine. I will not stop. I'll just keep going and going and going until I get to where I want to be. A place of my own, losing weight, being healthy for my kids. And yeah. And then do me a favor. When you're talking to a woman online, don't automatically call them up and start doing something to yourself because you think that woman needs to see that. No, we just want to talk. But I'm so imagining that I shouldn't ever imagine that. I'm not interested in seeing that right now. I'm interested in getting to know somebody. I am a single mother of two, and I don't really care if this causes conversation, but seriously, we're not interested in seeing it or you doing something to it while we're sitting here on this phone with you. Just by experience, please do not do that. Why not? But I, I'm just like so baffled <laughs> that I know I can do it. I believe in myself. I can do it. But those are the life changes that I want to make in my life. And I'm hoping that I can do it. And that I can get off my ass and make those life changes. And just do it. Because seriously, you know, if I want to be a better person, if I want to be in a better place in my life, in five to six years down the road, I have to get off my ass and do it. And manifesting it or talking about it or believing in it and people look at you going, well, you can't do it. Just say, fuck you and go. You know what I mean? And I stopped myself there. Just, excuse me. Just, you know, let's just do it. Who cares what people think? Who cares what people say? How to say? Just get up and do it and prove to yourself that you can. Don't prove it to that person. Prove it to yourself. Because let me tell you something. That's what I'm doing. I've always been told that I can't do anything. I'm going to prove to these people, and I'm going to prove to myself, actually. I'm actually not going to prove it to these people, but I'm going to prove it to myself that I can do it, and I can do anything. That's why I do YouTube, and that's why I do my podcast, is to prove to myself that I can get the courage up, sit in front of the mic, and tell you guys on how I feel and what I what is going through my mind and how I'm dealing with it and how I'm dealing with my weight loss how I'm dealing with just gaining weight, not able to lose it. I am doing this to prove to myself that I can do it and come out of my comfort place and tell people, F you, leave me alone, grow up, and stop controlling me and stop telling me that I need to do this or do that. This is my body, not yours. If I want to lose the weight, I'm going to lose the weight. If I want to go out and eat hamburgers and onions, go out and eat hamburgers, like, I have to get to that point, but I, I, I know I have to, and I'm going to get to that point, and I'm going to take time to do it, but I can tell you one thing right now, just trying to get there is going to be the hardest thing I have to do, because I'm going to have stumps, and I'm going to have problems, but anyhow, this is going to be a 30-minute podcast, and I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you enjoyed my rant, but before I end it, Please hit the subscribe button, notification button, and don't forget to, um, you know, don't forget to go check out the video. I'll link it down below, but I did link my YouTube channel down below that has this on it, and go check it out, and I hope you guys are having an amazing day, 
I'm sorry if I said anything offensive, and I'm sorry that if you don't like what I said, but anyhow, I'm just trying to get this to um, 30 minutes. But you all have a good day, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button and hit this one. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye.